What's up, guys? Welcome to day one of the 28 days of self-love challenge. This is your kind of well, kind of toxic, main fucking ish, bringing you another episode of Wellish. Today, I wanted to start by really digging into the fucking roots of the issue, because essentially you can't grow in your self-love journey and learn new things and apply new concepts if you haven't gotten to the root of what your issue is specifically. Because if you listen to episode 17 explaining the entire self-love challenge, I made it pretty fucking clear that the issue with self-love and when it's discussed typically is such a broad topic. And it really, really, really is important that everything that you do in this challenge and beyond is related to you specifically. And that may mean that not everything is going to be as simple as how I word it because I have led a pretty fortunate life in the sense of not having to deal with any super, super horrible traumas. So if anything I say comes off as insensitive or, you know, not um, related to you, try to take a step back and hear it just as it is and apply it to your situation to the best of your ability. The reason I say this is because I struggled with understanding how to get to the root of the issue for a really long time. I never really understood what that meant, and I felt like it was a lot of work. And I don't think that it is. Again, that's why I make that disclaimer, because depending on what you've been through, it might take a lot of digging and unsurfacing of things that have developed in your unconscious mind to figure out why it is that you're having these issues. But I don't think it is as much work, I guess, is what I'm trying to say is the way that a lot of people like to make it sound like doing shadow work and healing your inner child and all of these things. Obviously, they're gonna, that's going to benefit you. But I just don't think that a lot of the times it's that deep. I think that you have to look for the triggers that happen to you that come up when that relate to self-love and analyze those as they come up. And I think that that's going to be your biggest point of getting to the root of any issue is just having self-awareness. Having the awareness of anything is 50% of the recovery process. It's 50% of, you know, making things happen. The issue though is that you can't get stuck in the awareness. And that was something that I did for way too long. I would read all these self-help books and I would listen to shit online and I get stuck in this awareness stage that I knew everything that was wrong with me and I knew how to fix it but I didn't know how to execute I guess and or I didn't have the strength to execute it's almost like I you know gave myself all of this knowledge but then I wasn't grown enough in my journey to execute it so I you know had the knowledge but had no capacity to apply it so making sure that you're not looking for the instant gratification, making sure that you're not wanting the entire healing process to happen all at once, that you're not going to understand the root of all of the issues all at once. It's going to take a little bit of time and you're going to have to allow life situations to pop up that you can analyze and use in your self-love journey. For example, if somebody says something to you and something about it inflicts self-doubt, You might respond however you're going to respond and you might not be the way that your healed self or your best self would respond and that's okay, but take the situation and use it as an example in your mind and say, what would I have changed? What 
why did that trigger me? What about that did it make me feel uncomfortable? Because a lot of the time when I'm having my anxious thoughts, I like to be able to take a step back and ask myself the reason for them because a lot of the time they all typically correlate. A lot of the time for me personally, it just comes back to the judgment of other people that I'm afraid of what other people's perception is of me. And no matter what the situation is, they could be black and white, totally opposite and different. The root of it typically comes down to that issue. That said, I want you to think about getting to the root of the issue with less pressure on yourself to do all of these psychological analysis type things. It might not be that complicated and you might be overlooking the obvious, trying to dig deeper for something. It might be as simple as just answering this question because I think a lot of the time I, you know, felt it was supposed to be grander or bigger or more apparent or more obvious or more groundbreaking. And it really might not be. You might be overlooking the obvious. Like, for example, if your car breaks down and you're, you know, checking the shock plugs and the fucking engines. Can you tell I don't know anything about cars? What I'm trying to say is like you're checking all the mechanics of it. And you haven't even thought, like, is there fuel in the tank? Like, maybe there's not even gas in the tank. But it seems so stupid and minuscule that, like, obviously there's gas in the tank. But, like, you might totally overlook that because it just seems so obvious. So taking a step back and thinking, like, maybe it is just as simple as your trauma with betrayal or, you know, your people-pleasing tendencies or something like that. And you can focus on healing then that once you have the awareness that, it's there. You might not need to do all of this childhood searching and unconscious searching work. Another big issue when it comes to getting to the root of self-love is the role that your own self-love plays with other people and trying to fit expectations or standards or match what you think you should be doing and all of these things that you think that you're not good enough because you're comparing yourself to others or whatever the reason may be. Ask yourself who those witnesses are. Like who is it that you're worried about perceiving you in that way think about who it is that you're trying to emulate or whatever else because a lot of the time we think that if we become those people or if we please those people that it'll make us stronger that we'll be a better people because once we've gotten their approval we'll be good enough and it's not a matter of being good enough because those people aren't paying fucking attention to you like Maybe they'll see bits and pieces of you. But if you remember a couple episodes ago, I talked to you guys about static identities. You know you and you have your perception of yourself that makes up 100% of who you are. But these other people might have only seen 5% of your entire life. And that's their perception. That makes up 100% of their perception of who you are. Even though it's not even close to 100%. It's just 5%. But we're basing our self-worth off of that 5% perception of who you are. So identifying who those witnesses are, whether they are immediate in your life or they're not, trying to figure out why their perception means so much to you and figuring out if there is a way that you could fill that void compared to needing their approval. You need to accept responsibility for the role that you play in your own issues. You need to be able to take a step back and stop blaming the rest of the world and blaming, you know, social media or blaming expectations that have been set on you by your family or whatever else has caused you to get to this point that you don't love yourself as much as you think that you should and accept responsibility for your part in not loving yourself 
accept responsibility for what you've allowed and the perception that you have created for yourself on repeat in your brain. And so now it's become a habit and ingrained and you think that that's normal and reality when it's not. It's just that you have created this for yourself. You have to ask yourself why you're doing that and what's causing that issue and take responsibility for the part that you've played in making this your reality. If you don't take responsibility for yourself, it's going to hinder your progress with self-love. It's going to make it more challenging to make major strides to a world that you could completely love yourself because you aren't accepting the issues that are going to continue to arise. It's not like one day you're going to love yourself and it's never going to falter again. You don't get into a long-term relationship that's beautiful and wonderful and never hit a bump in the road. There's always going to be some sort of issue. It's not ever going to be happiness and rainbows. And if we can conceptualize that that's the way it is for relationships, it's the same exact way for loving yourself. It's absolutely no different. So when those bumps come up and if you can't take responsibility for those bumps, you're just going to keep letting those bumps tear you down instead of saying, okay, I can't allow myself to question my love for myself I'm going to do x y and z so I can persist against it so I can rise above it instead of not taking responsibility and blaming the bump lessening the amount of love that you have for yourself you must give yourself permission to not be perfect it is okay to make mistakes it is inevitable that you will be making mistakes it is inevitable that you're going to behave in ways that you don't always agree with. Maybe you're going to act a certain way and you're going to think back on it and you're going to be like, shit, I wish I had done something differently. And unfortunately, you can't go back and change it because fucking Christ, I would love to be able to go back and change it. But it's just not the way it fucking works. So you can't go back and change it. You're going to have to figure out how to move forward. And it's possible that situations similar to it will arise in the future. And now you're going to be able to take that knowledge and act differently in the future so that you don't get stuck on this cycle of repeating the same mistakes over and over again. Learn to forgive yourself for the ways that you've behaved in the past. You're allowed to change. You're allowed to grow. You're allowed to be different. You're not tied to a specific identity that doesn't love themselves, that doesn't have confidence that I mean have delusional confidence if that's what it takes fake it till you make it if that's what it takes like literally whatever you need to do in order to make this happen there's nothing wrong with the way that you behave now and there's nothing wrong with the way that you behaved then because you were only learning then accept things as they were then and know that it's okay to grow now forgive yourself for behaving in ways that you wouldn't necessarily have agreed with before but you can make a difference for them now and and that's a hundred percent okay I think a lot of the time we try to think of things that we do like about ourselves, that we're proud of ourselves for, that we're grateful for. And obviously you should do those things. Those are all really good things. But let's take a moment and reflect and ask ourselves, what don't we like about ourselves? Like, what is it? Take a moment and, you know, do what you have to. Think about it. Write it down. You can write it in your the space in your workbook if that works for you. If you don't have your workbook yet, you can get it in the link in my bio on Wellish's Instagram and my Instagram and reflect on this and say to yourself, what is it that I don't like about me? What is it that I wish that I could change? And once you reflect on that and you've got a couple answers, ask yourself what it would take to make those changes? What would it take for you to like that about yourself? What would need to change in order for you to like that about yourself? And taking it a step further and reflecting on what action steps you could take to make liking yourself a reality, like to take that middle part about what would you do? What would it take for you to like yourself? What would you need to do in order to do that? And the reason that I'm asking you to do this is because if you can actually write this down or if you can actually think of some things that would 
make this become possible, that is going to stick in your head. And when you go out into real life, you're going to be able to remember those things and apply those things. Maybe not every time. And you can't beat yourself up for not doing it every time because it is a process and it's going to take time. But at least now you have those ideas in your head. You have the tools in your tool belt and you're going to be able to whip that out whenever you get the opportunity. That's it for day one. Tune in tomorrow. We're going to be talking about the generational curse and how it has fucked up your self-love. It's not your fault. It's theirs. I literally just said, don't blame other people. It's not your fault. It's theirs. <laughs> you can follow me on Instagram at underscore Sarah Ritt or on TikTok at Sarah Rittendale. And then you can follow Wellish at Wellish Podcast on Instagram. I will talk to you ishes tomorrow. Bye, guys.